This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Life Beats podcast. Life Beats Beats. with Sally Musa, only on Pulse 95. And welcome back to the second hour of Life Beats with me, Sally Musa. Now, the jury has been announced for Tameus' architecture competition for the Bargil Modern Art Museum in Sharjah, and it is an illustrious judging panel. If ever there was one, we're going to be speaking live to one of the esteemed judges, the man of phenomenal form, architect and artist Michael Wolfson, this hour in getting an idea of exactly what the judges will be looking for. Plus, we talk what Sharjah Art Foundation has in store for the summer. So many great exhibitions and so much more to come right here on Life Beats on Pulse 95. This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Life Beats podcast. Life Beats Beats. with Sally Musa only on Pulse 95. Now, Tameya's Excellence Award has announced the jury panel for its Rifatcha Doji Prize, which is launched in partnership with the UAE's Barjil Art Foundation for its 2019 cycle. The thematic annual award is calling on participants to submit proposals for a new art museum in Sharjah's newly developed Atarfa neighborhood. And it's intended to showcase Barjil Art Foundation's extensive collection of modern and contemporary artwork from across the Arab world. It's it's really first of its kind, with the museum looking to become an architectural and cultural landmark that celebrates Sharjah's history and cultural identity in a contemporary manner. So the jury for 2019 for the Rafat Shah Prize, uh, which is, of course, named after the legendary Iraqi architect, includes Stephen Austin, head of School of Energy, Construction and Environment at Coventry University, award-winning Palestinian architect Rasim Badran, founder of Dar al-Umran, celebrated Iraqi artist Lia Azawi, Claudia Linders, architect and dean of architecture and urbanism at Fontes Academy, uh, Fernando Olba, principal of Fernando Olba, Architectura and Urbanismo, Mandy Franz, Senior Associate at Micah Architects, Nahad Jawad, Academic and Principal at Nahad Jawad Design, Ahmed Al Malak, Academic at Coventry University and Founding Director of Tameya's Excellence Award and Friend of the Show. He has been on before to talk about this. And last but not least, Philip Michael Wolfson, founder of Wolfson Design. We are super excited to be joined on the line right now with Michael. Hello. Good morning. (laughs) Welcome to the show. You are, of course, joining us live from the UK. So thank you for making it up early to have a chat with us about uh, the announcement of the jury, Michael. Now, uh, you've actually been involved with the prize as a judge since it uh, became an international award. So Tell us about why you and other luminaries in art and architecture, including, as we've just heard, you know, Rasim Badran, Leah Azawi and others, feel that the Rafat Shatterji Prize is so important. Well, I think it, it, it's, uh, the Rafat Prize is important, but everything that the Tama Youth Awards are doing is, is incredibly exciting and important. Um, the Rafat Shatterji Prize is, is interesting because... You know, he's been so very influential uh, to the whole idea of the crossover between Islamic and Western architecture. 
And maybe he's not as known as he should be in the West, but you know, this is a wonderful possibility to to create ideas um, in his name and to promote to promote an architecture that crosses borders. Absolutely, uh, it, it is so important. He is. Uh, a legendary architect uh, of Iraq and, and very much part of Iraq's history. Talk to me a little bit about you know how he inspires you and why his legacy is so important. Well, his inspiration is is really to do with working with the Tamayus Awards. Mm. Um, you know, I have to admit that I, you know my work as a student in London was was influenced by you know people like um, Oscar Niemeyer and and early you know Bauhaus as well as Russian constructivism the Italian futurist movements so i have to admit that Rifat's work was not part of my studies um, but today i think it's important to recognize his involvement and his his contribution so that's why you know i think for me and for all the jurors on the panel it's it's really an exciting um, aspect of architecture to look at. And so yeah. it'll, be, it'll be interesting to see the, um, you know, how people respond. Mm. It, it definitely will be. And I love that you highlighted that, the fact that uh, he wasn't part of your studies, but now it, it is great to see that prizes like this are really celebrating his importance in architecture as well. Absolutely. So the, the prize this year is calling on participants to submit proposals for an art museum that is going to be in Sharjah's newly developed Atarfa neighbourhood. Uh, and so this is, of course, going to be showcasing the collection of Bajil Art Foundation, which was, of course, founded by Sultan Saud al-Qasimi, one of the most incredible art collectors I have ever seen. But he's particularly passionate about Arab art, contemporary and modern mm. Arab art. So... Talk to us about, you know, what the jury's going to be looking for in terms of, you know, the winning design for this extraordinary building. Yeah, that's that's what's going to be interesting. <laughs> and, I, and I think because the jury is made up of such a diverse group of people, it's going to give us the ability to analyze all aspects of any projects that are submitted. I think if you look at the Bajil Foundation's principles, um, I, th- I think that's where you need to start when in, in analyzing any project that's submitted. You know, they've got this collection of modern and contemporary Arab art, but their guiding principle, if you read through their briefs, it's, it's to contribute to the intellectual development of the art scene in the Arab region by building a prominent, publicly accessible art collection in the UAE. Mm. I mean, that alone is quite exciting. Mm. And then, you know, this this what they want to do is they want to create this uh, as they say, an open-ended inquiry that responds to and conveys the nuances inherent to Arab histories beyond borders of culture and geography. And I think that's what's quite important, because it's it's that, again, you know, it's beyond the borders of culture and geography. I mean, that's quite open-ended. And for any, you know, any architecture, artist, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's what makes it really stimulating. It really does. It is just quite phenomenal. Um, we've actually already seen 120 registrations for submissions from 35 countries across the world, including Australia, Bahrain, Indonesia, Iraq, China, France. Uh, the list goes on and on. Poland, Romania, Russia, Saudi. Um, it's just, it's incredible. Are you amazed to see the interest in this uh, particular competition? No, <laughs> because, <laughs> and I'll tell you why, yeah. because it, since my involvement in the Tamiya's Awards, I, 
I've seen how their their attraction has grown, and it's that's what's worthwhile. And so this only goes to show that you can reach out. You know, architecture and art can reach beyond all boundaries. And 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 so I'd like to see more when we when we go into the um, the awards juries each year. They usually show. Uh, you know, how many participants and from where in the world they've come from. And each year that I've been involved, it's been so, so exciting to see that. You know, it's really been refreshing to know that people all over the world are aware of this and participating. We're actually going to... judging. I have to say, yeah. it makes judging pretty difficult. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. I can imagine. Uh, I want to come back and ask you what the most difficult thing is. Uh, about judging an award like this. Uh, I want you to stay with me on the line, Michael. Uh, we're going to come back and talk about um, you know, what we can expect to see, what the judges will be looking for, what makes an iconic architectural masterpiece. So much more to come right here on Life Beats on Pulse95. This is Pulse95. You're listening to the Life Beats podcast. Life Beats. Life Beats with Sally Musa only on Pulse 95. 95. You're back with Life Beats and uh, a very special interview right now. We do have with us on the line Philip Michael Wolfson. He is uh, the founder of uh, Philip Michael Wolfson Design and uh, somebody who is on the jury for the Rafat Adirji Prize and uh, the entries are coming in as we speak, Michael. Uh, we d- we did talk about uh, so far 120 registrations. More to come because the deadline is in fact in September. There is still time for people to submit their entries uh, for this am- amazing prize. <laughs> Tell me, because you've done this before, what is the hardest thing about uh, judging? <laughs> the sigh. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Um, there's usually, you know, by the time that the final jury's looking at the, um, the, the the entries, you've got a lot of excellent submissions, and it and it's really difficult. Um, you know, we've been known to argue and shout and laugh and cry. <laughs> I mean, it's it's uh, it's uh, you, you you take it very personal. It's Wow. Because everyone has one that they think is the most outstanding and and then you, you know, you have to narrow them down and you put them in the list. I mean, it's 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 not an easy um, process, but it's thorough because we, you know, jurors obviously understand the brief and, and have to understand all aspects that go into it. And that's, as I said before, it's because of the group involved. Um, we've got a pretty well balanced um, view of, of, of what what it takes. It is a fantastic international jury that we do have here, uh, but uh, you know, if only to be a fly on the wall in the room where uh, you know no, the jurors are can be. <laughs> we, we don't allow flies. No it, flies on the wall just allowed. Would be incredible. I, I love that you're saying. You know, you do take it very personally, uh, but you know, you touched on something there. Um, you know, there is that emotional attachment that you kind of get to a building. It's an inanimate object, but is that part of what makes for an architectural masterpiece that stands the test of time because uh, you know i just got back from sydney that's my hometown 
and, you know, walked past once again for the billionth time, the, the Royal Opera House, uh, the, the Opera House, Sydney Opera House. And I just look at that building and I just, it is as incredible today and as beautiful and fresh today as it was built, you know, 40 years ago, whenever it was. And it just, you know, it's magnificent. It is incredible and it defines a city. So in your eyes, what makes for that architectural masterpiece? Yeah, that's that's always a it's a personal interpretation as well. I mean, you know, your your proud your pride of that building is it stems from the fact that it's your hometown. So I think everyone will take you know look at Bilbao, and and what the Guggenheim did for that city, um, you know Frank Gehry's building. Yes, I think I think it's 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 innovation, you know, in in any or or every aspect of of. What the architects proposing, or or if you consider it, you know, you can take it out of architecture. It can be art. What an artist creates. Um, but with with this architectural project, you know, what we're looking at is innovation and structure and concept and vision. You know, all of it, the creativity, originality, inspiration, all of that is is what makes a project special, and it what it's what makes a building, you know, something out of the ordinary. Mm, absolutely. You were actually discovered, uh, we, we are talking, you know, Iraqi architects, you were discovered by the one and only Zaha Hadid, uh, and you later became her head of design as well. Um, she just, you know, took you on, which is phenomenal. You know, she's uh, an incredible inspiration to so many even uh, today. Uh, take us through that. How did she discover you? And, you know, um, but discover. I was a student of hers at the yeah. Architectural Association in London. So she sort of, I, you know, we discovered each other. Um, <laughs> she was my tutor in fourth year, <clears throat> not in fifth year. But we had a really exciting um, discussion during my fifth year about one of my projects, and I think it clicked for both of us. So that she asked me to work with her when I graduated that next year. And at the time, you know, she'd just been going for a year her own practice. Uh, the people that had been in the office left, so it was really me and one other you know recently graduated student uh we formed the office in that summer we worked on her first really international architectural competition which was the peak project in hong kong and and you know won that and that really was the breakthrough that she needed to um to really jump to the international stage so i was in a very spoiled position i was sort of head of the design of her practice which at the time was just three of us <laughs> You know, working out of her, her small little house, muse house in London, um, but, but very quickly it grew. Amazing, and and you know, talk yeah, to me was, about was, what you learned from her. You know, working with her. Uh, you know, there's just all sorts of inspiration. I think it's it's just uh, taking control and and uh, looking at something from all angles and different angles, and that was what I think was one of her brilliant. Um, points of view was that she would always approach a project um, in, in, some, in a way that you, one wouldn't expect. Mm. And that's, that's what was so inspiring. It was whether it was uh, a, a kind of a revision of the program, and, and by program I mean, the, you know, the architectural brief of a project, and the way she would, would, would see that, her vision for how that could, could affect uh, the way a building was composed. I mean, that was just really stunning. You know, the whole, this, I, I mentioned the peak competition, which was one of her first things. And, and when I walked into the office that summer to start, she had this little teeny thumbnail of a sketch, her, her sort of thematic idea 
of these horizontal skyscrapers basically crashing into the mountain. And, and that was just, I mean, you know, that, the whole idea of how to approach a project like that was just shockingly exciting. And, and that's what really was the definition of working with her. It was always shockingly exciting. <laughs> wow, I love that so much. And that particular building is definitely one that really stops you in your tracks. It's absolutely incredible. But, um, you know, we were talking earlier in the show about uh, the 50th anniversary of the man landing on the moon. Um, you actually are the son of a NASA engineer. And I wonder, <laughs> you know, did that kind of influence you in your thought, in your inspiration, in your design? Where does this love of uh, and passion for design and art come from for you? Well, I, I don't... It, all we knew was that he was an engineer, um, my father, because he was always working on top-secret projects. Right. We never really knew what he was working on. <laughs> but, but what I think I always admired was that he let me, you know, he, he opened it up for me to do whatever I wanted to do. Mm. I, I always had an interest in, in cars and automobiles. And, and then, you know, quite early on, I was collecting old magazines and, and design. So I think it just it grew from that. Uh, you know, it wasn't until... You know, architecture was always an early interest, um, but I knew right away I was uh, wanted to go into architecture. And I started studying at Cornell in the United States and then transferred to the Architectural Association mm. and uh, realized that that school was something that was really exciting just because they, they really ha were looking at a new way of approaching architecture. And Saha was one of the tutors there that was, you know, very stimulating. Something, so, yeah, yeah, I, I'm. I, you know, I've always been involved in in the arts and design. My family's been involved in it. I've got a, a cousin in in the states who's founded a museum of decorative and propaganda art, and from 1880 to 1945, and he's been very close to me in the last you know, in in my important periods in my life. So, yeah, it's always been around the arts. I love, music. I love uh, you know, some of the things that you work on, that they're just stunningly beautiful, uh, very you. much taken from natural forms, very sculptural. I love what you do with concrete. You have some works uh, that, you know, put concrete and it makes it look cloth-like. And, you know, that is just amazing and phenomenal. Um, tell us about what inspires you now. What are you working on now? What do you want to see next? Well, I'm, I'm, you know, most of the projects that I'm doing now are more art-related. The some from what I call furni the furniture, I, I call it functional sculpture. Mm. Uh, the, the, a lot of those conceptual series have morphed into purely sculptural works. Um, I'm working on uh, various painting series, which we've been exhibiting in different galleries and and uh, art events. Um, you know, it's it's it's. I guess the overall idea is for me is motion and movement and the dynamics of a form whether it's painted or built. They are definitely, your forms, you know, they're incredibly dynamic, yeah, even though Thank they you. don't move themselves, but you feel that. You uh, feel well, some of, them, do. You some feel of them do. Some of them do. We're okay. working on that. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. I'm excited to see what's to come from you, but I need finally from you uh, yeah. some tips for our participants as uh, they look to create their winning designs for this new museum that we're going to be seeing here in Sharjah. Yeah, well, you know, Read the brief, analyze the brief, um, take apart the brief, and really look at it, look at the site, look at, look at what the foundation, the Barjil Foundation wants to achieve. And then, you know, if I want to be more direct, be creative, be original, be aware of the brief, and be inspired. I think that's the most important. 
I love it. Be creative. Be original. Philip Michael Wolfson, what an absolute pleasure it is to have you with us on the show today. And we're excited to see how this uh, competition, in fact, progresses uh, and uh, and what happens from here and what the judging panel decides on. It's very exciting stuff for us here. Thank you so oh, thank much. You. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 10 a.m.